Hey guys, welcome back to the Kate and Maria podcast show. My name is Kate and Maria, your host. Today I have an interesting topic that I want to talk about. It's been something that's been on my mind as a creative that is running a business and wanting to have a presence online. The question is, how much is too much to share online? So I obviously run a business and it's something that I love. I mean, I absolutely love being able to do things that I love and get paid for it. And that still is really mind boggling to me. How the heck am I getting paid to do something that I just truly, truly appreciate? And the question comes to mind of, well, I have to be present online so people know who I am. How else will I be discovered? If I don't have a presence online, how am I able to say like, hey, I'm Katie Maria. Are you wanting to book with me? If I never post, nobody's ever going to find me. It's not like it was before where you could easily um, advertise yourself in different ways. Yes, a lot of my business is word of mouth, but a lot of the people that initially found me were because of an online presence. So with someone that's trying to run a business and also wanting to create a presence online, the question is always how much is too much? Now, this has been an ongoing process. I've had this business for four years. So point of me starts thinking, well, in the beginning of my time, I feel like I shared a little too much. And as you grow and mature into your business, you're able to kind of find that really fine print. So let's break this down into steps. I'm gonna give you some tips that I've learned about how much is to share online, how much is too little, how much is just red enough. Kind of reminds me of like the three little bears, right? Not too much, not too little, just right. I'm gonna talk about four different points that have really helped me out. Number one is this general overlying rule. It's called the 80-20 rule. Now, what does that actually mean? 80-20 means I 80%, I'm gonna talk about my business, 20%, I'm gonna like sprinkle some fun personal stuff here and there. If I don't do the fun sprinkly stuff, it's really, really hard to make a connection with those that are even thinking about maybe photographing with you or if you do something completely different than I do, I'm not gonna be as willing to book or buy if I don't know who you are. Yeah, you're showing me your work, but if I don't know who you are, I'm really not making any sort of connection Another point to point out is there are millions and millions of photographers, right? At the end of the day, we all have our own style, but we pretty much overcap the same market. Why is someone gonna book me in comparison to you? It's because of your connection, your personality, who you are. So you, you wanna follow that 20% rule of sprinkling things here and there. Now, 80% is business. I'm gonna to talk to you a little bit about my Instagram, having a public page and a private page and a business page. So I have um, my personal Instagram that I like to call my personal Instagram, and then I have my business Instagram page. My business page um, is where I would post all of my work, I would post uh, all the sessions that I take, loved it, right? This is where I was able to have my clients reach out and see what I took. Now, I didn't want to sprinkle my personal stuff in there, so I had a personal page, but it started off as a private public or private personal page. And 
I didn't necessarily want it to be public. And it really, really took a lot of me to sit down and think how this was limiting my growth. For one, I'm a teacher and a high school teacher at that. And high school students have social media. They are able to find and research and find whatever they'd like from you. And that was one of the things. I really, really wanted to have a life, a private life. And I had to think, I actually had a discussion with a colleague about, I really want to make my Instagram, this is such millennial 21st century topics, I really want to make my Instagram public. Should I? <laughs> it, it was honestly like a serious conversation though. We talked about being a teacher and how much is too much to have out there for students to see. But the biggest deal for me was I am running this business and I want to be able to share some of my personal life. I want to be able to share um, other projects that I'm doing that doesn't necessarily fit into my business page. So I made the decision to go public and not have a private personal page. Too many P's in there. So I did. And it was definitely the right choice. And from that point forward, I was very strategic with what I share. With what I share, I share 80% business. If you take a look at my personal page, not my business, my personal page, 80% of it will redirect you somewhere, somehow, back to my business. So it could be a picture of me, and I'm holding a camera, and I'm like talking about my new services, or it could be a picture of me podcasting, and it somehow redirects you to something creative or digitally that I'm doing. The 20% is my kids. I love my kids and I will talk about them 24 seven. Um, I also will sprinkle a little bit of my siblings, my travels. I started traveling last year, so it's been really fun to include some of that. Um, it's, it's just fun to be able to show a little bit about your personality. And I love Instagram stories. It's really fun to jump on and instead of having some sort of ad that just kind of has text, I can share myself speaking to you like, hey guys, I have this thing going on. Make sure you click here, go here, and you could see what's, what's happening, right? The 20%, however, I really, really want it to be informational. So I want you to know a little bit more about me. There's one big thing is um, I'm Mexican, so I speak Spanish, and a lot of people don't realize that. So I really try to include some things here and there because then I get clients that are like, oh, cool, like you speak Spanish. I could definitely book with you. I could speak the same language. Um, things with kids. I understand moms, when you book a session, it's like, oh, I'm so sorry, my kids are crazy. Like, no, I get it, they're kids, right? So you make that connection. So the 20% is also about making a connection with your audience. Um, there's a thing called authenticity and transparency that I have really grown. And I think this is something that comes with maturity and time and age and reflection. Um, I'm really transparent and I'm, I'm really authentic. I think that's just the best way to live. Anything that you ever see on my pages is 100% me. I'm not going to post something that is not me whatsoever. I'm not trying to fake it. I'm not trying to fake it till I make it. I I'm genuinely am putting out there my true authentic self. And I think that's really important. There's moments where I'm vulnerable and I share things that I want to share that are happening. My life is heck, uh, I was getting about to cuss. My life is not perfect. It's not perfect whatsoever, but it's been a really fun ride enjoying the ups and downs. 
right? I have had really high highs and I have had really low lows. And the 80-20% rule is one that you should definitely follow. Give your audience some time to learn about you with the 20% and 80%. Keep it business. That leads me to the second point. The second point is don't air your dirty laundry. I know this sounds like a given, right? Like, duh, Katie, of course, we're not going to share your dirty laundry. But, oh, gosh, I witnessed. And, and the, the thing about these is that they just draw you in, you know, the drama, the conversations, the screenshots, the receipts, people spilling tea. And as much as you don't want to look, you are just sucked in like, oh, my gosh, did you see Pia Juana is like divorcing her husband and he had an affair and like this and that. Right. Do not air your dirty laundry online. I'm going to say this once and I'm going to say this over and over again is everybody has dirty laundry. Once you realize that you're like, OK, I'm cool. Yeah, I have shit going on, but everybody has dirty laundry. Everybody. I have dirty laundry that I will never post online. I have things that have happened in my life and it's just exactly that. It's my life. I'm not going to post about it. So don't air your dirty laundry as much as it's tempting. And it's so tempting to just go online and be like, this guy did this. Can you believe it? Women, come join me. You know, it's like this rant. Next is professionalism. I've always been a person that's uh, very professional. I just think that's like number one, professionalism over everything. Um, if you're a friend of mine or a client, I will always be professional with you, even if we've been friend for years. Um, as soon as I, I kind of think about it like this way, like I no longer have my hat friend on, I have my business hat on, and I'm, I'm going to offer my services to you as a professional. Um, let's say I meet you for the first time, 100% always professional. Um, if I'm a teacher, I am a teacher. If I am teaching, I'm always professional, whether that's with my colleagues, um, anybody, anybody. Now, yes, relationships can definitely lead to friendships where your guard is no longer as high and you're able to be a little bit more of yourself and freer. But professionalism is so important and it's something that's very underrated. I have known people that have just not been professional since day one, and that's very unattractive for me to work with. That's like the number one thing that I look for in customer service is professionalism. You are on time, you're answering me on time, um, and how this connects to social media is be professional. Whatever it is that you're posting online, um, make sure that at the end of it, you're not embarrassed about what you're posting, you are professional about what you're posting, whether your brand is to not highlight certain pics of you, whether it's, um, don't get me wrong, if you're an amazing woman and you want to post your selfies in your swimsuits, post it. That doesn't mean you're not professional. But there's different angles that you could pose in that same bathing suit that may not be professional. So your, your um, potential clients would be like, huh, right? A little bit of, of a questionable approach. So professionalism has always been how I've decided to take on my business. Um, I've taken on a lot of clients that have originally started as friends or vice versa. We were friends and then we grew into a business uh, relationship. But 
what I mean by that is I'm going to take this back to a photographer standpoint because this is what I know. Um, if I have friends that approach me to start branding their business, I'm going to approach it very professionally. Here's a contract. Here's my terms. I never want it to be like, oh, yeah, we'll see. Awesome. Yeah, I'll shoot this day. We'll see what happens. I really, really want to start things um, in the get-go in that sense. So for social media, I really just want to come off and not necessarily just come off that way. I am that way. I want you to understand that I am a professional business so that on the other end, you know that I take this seriously and for you to take me seriously. Next, I want to talk about relationships. If I were married and I had an amazing husband, he would be all over my Instagram, hands down. I am at a phase where I am dating. And unless this person and I have spoken about we are it, like this is it, then you will see that relationship online. And until then, you won't. And the way that I think about this is I actually just saw a really popular Instagrammer. He's a motivational speaker. His name is um, James, James something. And he posted a picture of his girlfriend or like, these last four months have been so amazing, something like that. And um, somebody commented like, this isn't who you weren't, this isn't the girl you moved in with six months ago. Like just conversations, right? The thing about posting your relationships online is your audience feels like they are now a part of this. It's no longer just a couple thing. It's like a trio thing more than that. And I also think about it like w with my children. I'm not going to keep introducing different men to my children until I know like this is a good one. <laughs> this is the potential one or is the one if we've had that conversation. So it's the same thing online. I think um, if you're a single woman, it, it does not appear the best to post online um, relationship after relationship or a date after a date. Um, dating is, is personal and dating is fun. And dating is adventurous and it's exciting and it's about building connections. It has nothing to do with other people approving. This is 100% your decision to make with that person. Um, and that's just where I sit with it. I have this written down because as a business owner, um, people will become invested, whatever it is that you do. Um, let's say, oh, the latest example is uh, Rachel and Dave Hollis, right? this big ordeal they're getting a divorce and people just become invested um, they may not know you personally they may not ever know you or meet you in person but they feel invested in in your story and in your life and that's one thing that I would love to keep personal is my love life or my relationships I think it's just so precious um, I love love and it's just a discussion that you should have with your partner like hey this is how I feel professionally this is how I would like to look in my socials and um, keep up with that engagement overall I think social media is huge and I want to talk to you just a little bit to recap this on how I use social media and how it is a great and amazing thing and how social media can be really really bad so number one I use social media as a tool I have even mentioned this to my friends and I'll say to them, I apologize if I don't like your things, if I'm not watching your things, if I'm not commenting on your things, because I use social media as a tool for my business. I log on, I post, I do my stories, and I'm out. If I come back in, it's to check my messages, my comments, and then I'm out. 
I don't like mindless strolling. For one, that's time. That's taking away time that I don't want to be taken advantage of. And I honestly, um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll scroll for a little bit. I want to see all of my close friends, their highlights, right? I want to see their, like, what's going on, what's happening. But I primarily social media is a tool for me. And the way that it could get dangerous is I've seen my high school students for what social media has done for the younger generations. And social media is your life. Social media is about posting your outfits, about posting this, it's about posting, like, if if you don't post it, that means you do not have a life and it's not happening. And I think with time and maturity, it comes when you realize that's not what social media is used for. But if you're having a hard time dealing with social media or what it causes, use it as a tool. It's 100% a tool. Get in, do what you're supposed to do, and then get out. <laughs> Honestly, it, it's the best way to use it. With younger girls, I've seen so much of them seeing these perfect people because honestly on social media that's what you see you're not going to see people air their dirty laundry bad angle photos right they're going to see that you're going to see the best of the best so with high school students I have been able to see that um, they're really bombarded with images of beautiful perfect women and it really takes a toll on them whether they believe it or not I see it I also truly believe that it is our job as grown adults to teach the younger generations um, how to properly use socials. So if you are younger than a millennial, or even a millennial, I see a lot of millennials using socials this way, is we really need to practice um, how to properly use them. Don't you agree? So how much is too much to share online? Please recognize that if you have a business, you need to post. If you do not post, you are nowhere to be found. Nobody's gonna book you because we do not know who you are. Once you do post, please follow the 80-20 rule. 80% business, 20% personal. Sprinkle some stuff here and there so that your audience knows exactly who you are. They feel comfortable with booking with you and they realize like, hey, I have a connection with this person as opposed to this other photographer. I'm going to book with her. Keep things professional. You are a professional business and you want to appear as so. You want your customer to know exactly what it is that's happening, when it is that they book an appointment with you, they get a product from you, etc. They understand your value, your brand, professionalism is high for me and it should be high for you. Lastly, if you are a young woman that is in the dating field, try to limit what's happening with your posting as far as your dating life. Love life should be really, really personal. And again, if I have an amazing marriage and husband, they would be all over the Insta, I promise you. But while we are working on the journey to find the one, that will not be something that you will find online. Overall, socials is a tool. Social media is a tool that allows you to show who it is, give your audience a presence, give yourself a presence to your audience. Understand that I want to make a connection with people and this is how they're going to find me. Once you're done, get out. The more you scroll, the more you dig into this hole later on. I've been on TikTok for three hours and I don't know how to get out of this loop. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed this. Before you leave, make sure you head over to my website. I am offering a how to shoot manual guide. It's a beginner's guide for individuals that want to learn photography on how to shoot. Um, I would have loved to have found something like this when I was younger. The thing about mine that compares to many others is I've bought in workbooks, I've bought in ebooks, I've bought in courses. 
they're missing the teaching factor. They know their skill, they're able to show me the skill, but the teaching part is not there. With my part in being in the classroom as a teacher and being on the field, I'm hoping that I could bring you this amazing course where you could go out and shoot in manual with confidence. I hope you guys enjoyed. Make sure you leave with a smile on your face and we'll talk soon. I miss this. We'll talk soon. Bye guys.